Ken Paulson from Americana Music News and WMOT, and we're delighted to sit down and talk with one Will Hogue, who's got a, a new album coming in October that will shake the walls of the political establishment, or so we hope. Welcome, Will. How you doing? I uh, I am I'm good. I'm particularly good because you just got off stage playing a fabulous set. Thank you. Of politically tinged songs that happen to reflect kind of how I feel about America. Uh, good. And have you done a lot of this? Uh, have you played much of this? And are you getting any reaction from the audience? No, this is really the first that we've played it. The record um, has been finished. There's a couple of songs we've played live, but not many. So this is sort of the first time. So we'll uh, we'll see what happens. So you've caught my attention for a long time for a lot of great work. But you, what really stunned me early on, relatively early on in your career, was the political songs you yeah. do. And I don't know if you got the memo, but this is a century when nobody's doing political songs. Yeah. And, and w what drove you? Well, growing up, I mean, those were, I always loved artists uh, that did that. I mean, whether that was uh, Bruce Springsteen or, or The Clash or Bob Dylan. I mean, you know, there was just always. And then, I mean, the, the hip-hop world was full of people that were speaking, you know, truth to power, public enemy and things like that. I mean, those were all really vital songs to me growing up. Now, I still loved, I mean, I always loved rock and roll, too. I never want to be a protest singer right. i don't want to be the guy that just turns shows to a political rally but also i can't stomach the thought of just being a guy that sings about girls and cars all day long that that's great as much respective as i have for pete seeger yeah uh, you know like nikki's republican which yeah. you just came off stage with i, I mean very ramones like in its yeah. way for good <laughs> that's what yeah. we're going for i mean those those were really the things there was a moment i was driving home from texas last year and right before we really started I started writing for this record I I, I did a 12-hour drive home with just the clash and I think I even tweeted about it at the time just about how much I have always loved that band and then just sort of kept that in mind and um, wrote a whole bunch of these songs so the name of the new album uh, my American dream and what's the release date on it uh, October 5th okay and and so is this a record you make I don't want to say for yourself but it, you know, you have to feed a family and yeah. certain revenue considerations. <laughs> yeah. How does this stuff sell? Uh, I'll let you know October 12th. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I uh, I think that I've done this long enough and, and probably done, this is the third sort of recording of these types of songs. So I feel like I've kind of alienated the people that I'm going to alienate. Right. And I think most of the people now, even if they don't agree, and I don't expect that they all would, I, I don't even necessarily hope that they all would, but I, I think that there's been enough of a relationship developed for them to go, you know, I don't love those songs, right. but I don't think he's a kook either. <laughs> and, you know, maybe they'll still buy the ticket and well, come to the show. When we talk about an album like this, marketing is at least the considerations. It's all about the messages. Yeah. And can you tell me what moved you to make this record? I know you're a, a dad with young kids. That was a big part of it. It really started, you know, Still a Southern Man was a song that was written right after the Charleston church shooting years back. And, and it was just sort of my reaction to that, having grown up in Franklin, Tennessee. And, and you know, my high school mascot was the Franklin Rebels. And I was the guy that proudly carried the, you know, rebel flag to the football games because it wasn't racist it was just the mascot and it was this it was our town and you know it wasn't until I really grew up and got outside of you know a 25 mile radius of where I grew up to realize oh this really hurts people's feelings and this probably hurts my friends feelings that have never said anything so there was a real embarrassment with that so that was sort of my own redemption for that that song sat by itself and then um, thoughts and prayers was really the next one that um, you know with all of our 
gun violence issues uh, and just politicians fear of addressing it uh, I wanted to write that song and so once those two things were kind of in play I felt like it was time to start down that path and put a, a whole record together of those songs well as you as you know you've done political albums before uh, but America's never been like this before no it hasn't and you know I think that's difficult for some people to understand uh, and it's hard you know I, I talk about it with my kids my kids are 11 and 8 you know and they're they're to the age now where they can watch you know the news and and ask big questions um, that don't have simple answers and that's one of the things that I come back to is you know we've had plenty of times in our country where we've been in a dire strait or right, two right. but really nothing like this and it's it's hard to not just harp on the point but we've well, got to do something and what what occurs to me so often is people just occasionally say it's just politics or but there were there have been many times in my life where someone and I had a different political viewpoint but I felt like we shared the same values well there was always there's in my mind there's always at least been a, a sense of decency involved there was nobody and I mean I wasn't alive for Nixon but I still feel like even as as backwards as that all was and as screwed up as that was I, know, I don't know that I look back and say he was a totally indecent human being and and I do now when I look at the Oval Office and that's that's hard I mean I hate it for all of us Republicans Democrats everybody all Americans so with thoughts and prayers you tackled gun violence in America pretty rabid people on the other side of the fence on this one yeah did you hear from them yeah and still do I mean you know and, and I, I try really hard to I mean I'm a gun owner I'm not afraid of guns. It's not something that I don't think we should... Ban. I don't think it's realistic to talk about we're going to ban all guns. But I also think it's incredibly unrealistic to act like we can't and shouldn't do something. And it's, in my mind, it's the responsible gun owners' lack of action by responsible gun owners is going to more quickly lead to wanting to confiscate all guns than it is the fringe left coming to take all of your guns because if we don't do something about it eventually somebody's going to and it's just time to step up and do something let's uh take a moment and listen to thoughts and prayers will uh -huh. hogue another politician sitting far away doesn't matter how many got gunned down today As long as you can keep your re-election bills paid You're just a whore to the pimp that's called the NRA They tell you how to vote and they sell you all their lies And we watch as common sense just slowly dies And now you got blood on your hands, oh, but you don't care You just sit back and send out your thoughts and prayers thoughts and prayers thoughts and prayers don't give a damn about your thoughts and prayers it's just spin wind flying around in the air why don't you do your job up there and keep your thoughts and prayers Mama crying cause the baby won't come home You tell her father that you're sorry that his son is gone While you sit and do nothing in that big white dome And just hope we all forget to care 
but you could have done something and we all wish that you would to prove to the world you had one tiny ounce of good but you'll blame somebody else for all this despair and not do a thing but offer up your thoughts and prayers thoughts and prayers thoughts and prayers don't give a damn about your thoughts and prayers it's just spin wind flying around in the air why don't you do your job up there keep your thoughts and prayers Someday when time finally takes its toll And your maker comes to call his final roll I hope he'll close up the gates And send you straight to hell For the truth that you knew But got paid not to tell And you'll beg and you'll cry Lord, don't send me down there The devil made me do it She'll say, I'm sorry, I swear And God will just laugh and tell you I don't care Send you to the fire with just these thoughts and prayers Thoughts and prayers, thoughts and prayers Don't give a damn about your thoughts and prayers It's just wasted words now and nobody cares Why don't you do your job up there Keep your thoughts and prayers Keep your thoughts and prayers Keep your thoughts and your prayers That was Thoughts and Prayers by Will Hogue. And uh, I can't wait to hear the record. I'm excited for folks to hear it. I hope you feel that way after you hear it. <laughs> it's uh, And so when you go out and do tour, what percentage of, of this material makes it to the set? It'll be a bunch of it right now. I mean, we're when we start playing next week, the tour kicks off in D.C., which we're really excited about. Um, imagine all of the songs, all eight, will get played for the first three or four weeks, and then we're out with Social Distortion for about five weeks, and then we're down to a 45-minute set, so it'll probably be half and half. But um, So I'm curious, uh, what are your... Jumping Jack Flash and Satisfaction, songs you have to play in your set. You know, I've been really fortunate, uh, fortunate or unfortunate. The, the money part of it is unfortunate, I guess, because I don't have any of that. I mean, people, I mean, obviously, even if it breaks your heart, it's the biggest commercial success that I've done. But um, we occasionally don't play it, and people don't freak out. So I feel like it's one of my favorite things about live performance is if you really go up and do it, the right way I think that's what you want is somebody to get in their car and go home and go man it was the best show and he didn't even play and then they realize it as they're driving home like he didn't even play this and this and this I hope that that's what we're able to do and I also hope at some point I have these huge hits that I just have to play <laughs> <laughs> well I hope you have more than one yeah me too because the guys with just one that that yeah that that becomes a little bit old. Yeah, ask Don McLean about how that went for him. <laughs> well, thank goodness for Vincent. That's the only thing that saves Don McLean. <laughs> That's exactly right. From that. Um, so Gilded Walls is is currently on WMOT uh, nonstop. It's, uh, if it still were, were an era of, of singles, you'd be 24 with a bullet. Uh, thank you. And uh, 
tell us about that song. What inspired it? Well, a lot of the stuff we were talking about earlier, you know, it's uh, it's hard for me as a Southerner to watch people take advantage of us. And, and you know, that's the big delineation. I think there's this thing that we do a lot now where we say us and them. And when I say us, I mean all of us, like hard-working Southern people. And when I watch the people in the Oval Office who ultimately don't care at all. And if you hear them behind closed doors, you hear the way they talk about people from the South and the hardworking coal miners and the hardworking factory workers. They don't care at all about those people. And to watch that, uh, it just, it kills me. And um, so that was really the, my just reaction to that. Uh, that, And I just, I, I can't not say anything about it anymore. So I'm curious, um, you know, th- these songs are so much out of the headlines. I mean, like, how long did it take you to write Thoughts and Prayers? Uh, not very long. Um, an hour, two hours. Yeah. I mean, there, you know, there's not a lot of uh, editing in these, <laughs> unless it's just taking out the four-letter words. But, <laughs> but in, in topical songs, when you write topical songs, you sort of write them as journalists do. Yeah, I, I, uh, there are journalists that would probably argue that I don't, but... Uh, that's one of the things I truly respect about journalism is that. I mean, it's, you know, one of the things I love when people say is, you know, the thing about facts is they don't care whether you believe them or not. They're yeah. still facts. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, they, they, that helps these songs. Well, uh, the new album comes out in October. You know, I've teased people with gilded walls here, so we, we absolutely ought to uh, leave with that. Um, but My American Dream will be available soon. Yeah. And, uh, Thank you again for being part of WMOT's uh, Americana Music Festival celebration. It's always a pleasure, and thanks for all y'all are doing for you know local music around Nashville and Murfreesboro. It's a it's a huge uh, a huge benefit having you guys around. Thank you, Will, and here's from my American dream, Gilded Walls.
American Music News is a podcast produced by Sprinter Media, music by Dave Paulson, and you can reach us at amneditor at gmail.com. <laughs>